welcome to Louisville Vintage Motorworks Podcast. Taped in front of no one, on location from somewhere. And now, here's Sugar Puss and people. Alright, check one, two, check one, two, three. Alright, here is we the are. Mic working? Mike's working. The mic is on. The mic is on. Louisville Vintage Motorworks Podcast number, we don't know. Nobody really gives a it's fuck because nobody's five? listening. What the fuck, I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> where's Leonard? Go get Leonard. We're we're here at uh, we are here at uh, Magnum Cycle in Louisville, Kentucky, uh, with Daniel, the owner, uh, and uh, yep, with me, Peepaw, and old Sugar Puss over here, Uncle Shug. Mm-hmm. He is uh, ready to uh, to really walk us through this place. Daniel is uh, and talk about uh, his shop. Daniel, introduce yourself real quick so we know who you are and and what we got going on here. Hello, I'm Daniel Stalker, and I am the owner of Magnum Cycles, or better yet, I'm. I'm more of a caretaker, even though my father's deceased. I still feel like this is his business, and I'm just watching out for it. Tell us about Bob. Tell us the history of this place. Well, my father started playing with motorcycles at a very early age. I want to say somewhere around 1960, so he was about 13 or 14 years old. And um, he started flat tracking his 305 Scrambler, which is a CL77. I still have that bike. Oh, he was a flat tracker? Oh, yeah. Oh, that's badass. (laughs) And I still have his flat track bike. Wow. It has no brakes. Really? No brakes. Is that here? It's at my parents' house. Oh, man. I got to check that out. So where where was he flat tracking? Like all over the country? Oh, he went everywhere. Florida, New York, Washington. He went everywhere. My father was known all over the United States. Wow. Wow, that's impressive. Crazy Bob. Yeah. So, so he lands back here after after Vietnam, right? And, and, he came back yeah, here, and um, he ended up, uh, the, the man that actually owned Magnum Cycles at the time uh, had put one of his sons in business, and that son decided he no longer wanted to mess with motorcycles after about three years. So his father got a hold of my dad, mm-hmm. and my dad was just a, a you know a twenty year old at the time or twenty three right. year old, and said, "Hey Bob, I need you to come over here to Magnum Cycles and and sell everything. I'm, I'm my son doesn't want to do this anymore, and I need to get rid of the inventory and all that, and 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 so I can get ready to to sell the property and the buildings. Well, it took my dad about a month to do it. Yeah." And he did it really quick. Right, right, right. So uh, Bill was pretty impressed and said, well, Bob, why don't you buy this place from me? Well, my father had another shop before he went to Vietnam. He had to shut it down. It was called, um, it was over on Southside Drive. It was, it was, it was basically called the Performance Shop. Okay. And uh, Dad messed with all, all kinds of bikes. It, it didn't even have to be Japanese. He did CZs. He did Harleys. He did Boltacos. You name it, he did it. If it had two wheels, we messed right, with right, it. Right, right. And um, but when Dad went to Vietnam, he had to shut that business down. And then when he came back, he helped Bill Jones's son sell all the stuff in about a month. And then he bought the business from from Bill Jones. And he came in here. All he had as far as parts was a milk crate full uh, full parts at this location. At this location. Wow. wow. And he has grown now. this into an empire. <laughs> I mean, we used is. to just do used parts, and then we started ordering new mm-hmm. parts, like aftermarket, and then Dad started stocking OEM. We stocked more OEM parts than all four of the dealers combined. Wow. That's impressive. So, so you, have, impressive. 
So you've got four buildings here. You've got multiple floors in each building. You've got new old stock. You've got used mostly Japanese. All Japanese. We're, all we're Japanese. getting ready to get rid of all the British stuff next. We're going to get rid well, of hang that. Hang on now. And... Hang on now. There's some British people in the room. Uh, <laughs> mostly me. Um, mostly modern shit. Well, mine's old British. So, so you've got like you've got the boneyard out back. You've got God knows what else in the next building. You've got engine rooms. You've got plastics. You've, we got carb heaven. Oh, you, the carb wall, like the building of carburetors. It's like the gas house. <laughs> this is where all good carburetors go to die. You, well, pretty much, we, yeah. <laughs> pretty much, yeah. yeah we I mean, use parts, or, or I'll sell a used set of carburetors that yeah. might need to be cleaned and rebuilt. And I like to yeah. tell people, hey, man, I'd. Here's what I can tell you. I just took this carburetor off. That's why it's in these bags. This came off of a running bike. Yeah. You should be able to slap this on and go. Or, hey, bro, these aren't in a bag. Right. You're probably going to have to clean and rebuild them. Right, right. But everything's there. There's right. probably some mouse turds in there. Maybe. I mean, I'm just... Could be. Here, hold Could the mic be. for a second. Pass Uh-oh. the mic because I need a beer. P-Paul's got to get a beer. So, we're like, we need Leonard up here. Um, so... I don't even know that you know what you got because I I come down from time to time on Saturdays and help Daniel uh, rummage through some stuff. Uh, he likes to put me to work and uh, like maybe like usually muscling the heavy stuff like the engines and crap around. But we try to bag and tag everything that comes in, disassemble it. He's got small parts. He's got everything. Run down that you got H ones, H twos, CBX, eleven hundred F, C ones, like old school shit. Um, uh, we consider anything 1984 and up brand new. So 83 and down is kind of where we're at. Yeah. So if you're you're in Louisville and you're looking for the Mecca, this is it. So where are we? What is, what's the address here? 1459 Dixie Highway. So, and you got Magnum Cycles on Facebook now? Sort of, kind of? No. <laughs> we're not trying to be found. There, there has a What's page. the phone number so I can call you? Area code 502 776 2142 magnum cycles there we go so, there's only six gonna, people listening but you know yeah no, yeah there's only six or eight people listening. so we're gonna take a little tour we're gonna walk through and we'll go maybe to the next building or we'll go find leonard leonard's back in the shop yeah, let's go find leonard yeah go let's find go leonard you let's go the front door or anything let's no, go bother leonard got him here. okay yeah, yeah, okay i gotta stay people. in front but all right people's people's carrying the shit all right people's carrying the stuff if you see something you don't know what it is just ask me. And Just I'll take a picture of it. All right, we'll so. take a picture of it and figure it out. All right, so. All right, wander back to the <laughs> Rob, you, you actually spent a lot of time back here. Uh, I do. Um, you've got, you know, you've got the full full boneyard out back, which is, you know, your full, most of your full bikes. When the bike comes in, it's it's all in one piece. It goes out here to the boneyard, but if it's, if it comes in in boxes or crates or piles of well, bags, you're walking you're walking way too fast for me here, Rob. Oh, as we oh, as we walk, let's 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 just describe what we just walked out of. So you come out of the main building, which well, it's a building. I basically it's like it looks it's square and it has bricks, but it's right. kind of leaning and it's kind of sketchy. So now you've got this house next door, right? That he's converted into storage, and which has and when you step out, shingles on the side with right. boards nailed to it, full it's of radiators, completely oyster shaped. Uh, you, yeah, you've got the radiator wall. You've got your your rack system back there. We've got we've got a you've dozen got, milk crates here full of like discs, full of just, discs sitting, just uh, sitting outside. Just sitting. So, yeah, like, and there's and then there's stacks of plastics from the sport bikes. This is obviously the Yamaha side, so he's got mountains of this. And then we have luggage racks, parcel racks, whatever you want to call them. Uh, a wall full of those from yeah, God knows what. Yeah, and it. it <clears throat> 
Here. If you need it, it's probably here. You just have to have the I know patience to find also it. Also, notice we have what is this? A gold wing sitting up here. There's a gold. There's a gold wing there. There's an, an XS650 sitting on the sitting, side over these there. These are just sitting outside, ready to be bought by whoever. Yeah, they they hang out. Um, so much cool stuff here. Uh, you know, oh, oh, if, if you have some time, it, this is worth coming down just to see what you can find. Uh, look, there's that. Look at that. There's an XL250 pipe right there. ST90. I mean. Yeah, that's a gold mine right this, there. Yeah, and they, he's got a he's got a whole wall full of spokes, which you know, as people know, I'm a spoke uh, guy. Yeah, I love to build wheels, so I come over here and I'll find really hard to find spokes sometimes, uh, since I don't have a spoke cutter, spoke machine. Right. So now, now you've got like, this is kind of the opening beginning of the boneyard. This now is the boneyard. Got, oh, look at that Daytona. Oh, good lord, the Daytona right there. Oh, Jesus, beautiful. I see so, a purple ninja. There's an interceptor here. Interceptor. That's a, that's a Honda CB750 Honda Matic. Um, this is like there's a dream aisle right out here in the boneyard. It's, he has a whole aisle just full of dreams. There's like dreams and baby dreams, and Bob was a collector of dreams. <laughs> collector uh, like of dreams. Like literally and figuratively. <laughs> this is where dreams come to die. Pretty much, yeah. So you've got like this building here. And in the background, we hear motorcycles yeah, come cruising about. You'll hear motorcycles and all of these. It's, you'll have to get either, you know, get used to it or get over it. Uh, so the first floor of this building is sort of like the Yamaha section, the wheel room. Um, let's walk in here. Let's, let's walk room. in this room. We can't walk too fast here. We got we to gotta go through this oh, all here. Oh, he locked it. He's Pipes. Like, oh, he's got it locked up. Yeah, okay. he, hasn't been, he hasn't been over here today. <clears throat> More plastics. We've got... Uh, full I mean, exhaust systems. Yes, full exhaust uh, systems here. Like, I yeah, mean... as you get into that... Hundreds building, and hundreds of exhausts just hanging. There's the engine room and then right across the and engine then room. And then outside we hear mag wheels... I mean, there must be 400 mag wheels out here. Yeah, oh, yeah. at everything, least everything gets a part number and gets categorized and organized. That's that's pretty much what I do here. Because and, and, and to say that we look at it and there's it doesn't look organized. It, there have been some previous people that you know like to pick up things and drop them wherever. But yeah, we're uh, trying here. This is like an OCD nightmare. Right, China. right, right. So you have to. You just kind of have to like pick a spot and just dive into a mountain of whatever is there. And we're, we're we're talking major mountains here. This is this is pretty wild. Uh, if you're into '80s bikes, there's all kinds of '80s bikes here with the pinks and purples. And there's there's well, a spree look, purple <clears throat> Interceptor 500. Yeah, I mean it is. Just there's another Yamaha back there. I don't know what that is. Might be an XT. Um, more sprees. Oh, there's a there's a concourse there. Concourse. There's a uh, big uh, there. There's there's a Leonard. And there's a Leonard back there. There's a Leonard back there. We're making our way back to Leonard to talk to him. Yep. So then you've got the, this is like one fork section of fork tubes, triple trees. Good Lord, look at all those forks. What is that? Yamaha. Um, there's, a, there's an old CR sitting back here. The, okay. There's, there, I mean, Another, you name uh, it, it's probably here. I'm not sure what that is. Um, but it's sport bikes, mostly Japanese, vintage CBs, it's hard cases, hard cases corner. Um, oh yeah, yeah, the hard, the hard shell saddlebags, they're everywhere. There's some rare ones in here. There's a couple of uh, some shoes. Oh, there's a Honda Passport. Yeah. Oh yeah, don't you, you your tetanus or wasp things? Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. You come back here if you come back here to check things out. Uh, you need a, a, a tetanus shot. You need bug spray. You probably should be wearing uh, hard, yeah, wearing regular shoes, not sandals like I am. Not yeah, not sandals. Probably not shorts like I am. So 
I will probably come out of here with dengue fever. But that's okay. I'll take one for the team. I mean, mad cow's a thing. Get, watch out. What is this over here, this Honda? Well, that's the that's the red tank. That's the CB715 oh, Honda-matic. Wow. That's okay. The, that's okay. one of the rare ones. It's probably a 76, maybe. Wow. That is cool. There's something specific that to that. Cool. That is cool. The 76 specifically has parts on it that are that bike only, the Honda-matic. It's, yeah, right. It's, it's you know, I literally don't think I've seen this many honda dreams in one spot there we can pull back the tarp and see there's more oh my I mean, god he's got a whole room for him upstairs in the main room and then we got wind jammers there's no telling how many wind jammer fairings are here if you're into wind like jammers legit vetter right you know wind like wind jammers there it's there's fairing after fairing after fairing there's a whole stack of them there's usually piles of them everywhere and then all of our hard, we already talked a little bit about the hard cases. We've got, cases, looks the, like sport the bike sport covers. Cover, the side covers. Tank side covers. covers. Is it time to talk to Leonard? I He's think kind it of is. moseying this way. Yeah. Leonard, you ready to do the podcast with us? What's up? Say hello, Leonard. Hello, Leonard. <laughs> We're going to follow Leonard into the yeah, shop. Into the shop. Let's go to the shop. My God, more stuff everywhere. All right. Now, in the shop, hello, there's a sidecar. That's Good lord, that's what I that's what I need. A sidecar. Don't don't even look at this KB seventy five right here. That's mine. Okay, okay, we won't do that. So tell us, Leonard, uh, give us your uh, your background in motorcycles. How long you been uh, doing bikes? Uh, Nixon. Oh god. <laughs> oh god. Maybe Gerald Ford, but okay, Ford. okay. So we're we're talking the early seventies, right? But didn't you have now? If I remember correctly, you had a shop before Cycle Parks. Yeah, but then you came to work for Bob when? Uh, about 30 years ago. 30 years ago? Wow. You've been putting up. Wow. That's impressive. That's a long time. Yeah. So what bikes do you own? Uh, that blue one out there. That black and blue one there. Mostly gold wings. And that little one over there. So you got some gold wings. And that little K-100. Oh, nice. And a Harley Sprint or 250. So what are you working on here in the shop today? What do you got going on? What do you got going on? What's going on in your shop today, Leonard? Yeah. Uh, Rebuilding shocks. I got a starter clutch on this one. Bad handlebars. Bad handlebars? Yeah. That looks like it. Bent. Broken. Hit a T-bone to car. Yeah. That's what's left of a bike. No, it's like a T-bone to Tyrannosaurus. Oh, God. And turned around and bit it. That looks like, is that a boulevard? What is this? Yeah. A boulevard? Okay. And then this sport bike over here, this blue one, what is that? Suzuki something or another. Uh, so Suzuki. Uh, both. 750 and 1000. Frames are 750. The motors are 1000. Now that's oh, a God. beast. That is a polished beast. And why? Why is this orange bike still here? Because this the clutch orange... push rod is sitting in Lexington right now. Oh, the clutch push rod. Okay. Orange. I, it's used. orange. It says. It's, I, I mean, <laughs> the paint is fantastic, but it seems like every time I come to the shop, there's the orange bike is on the stand for some reason or another. This bike is the it bike that never leaves. It never leaves. Oh. We're in the shop. Now, with the thing you have to understand about Magnum Cycles is every space there is bike parts either over your head hanging yes. or they're stored or whatnot. You so you've got, you've got like the gold wing sort of covered here on one right. side but then what's above the shop is that the spree room the what? scooters and it's sprees, scooters and sprees. yeah or upstairs and we got to go up this 
to go check out sprees and scooters, we have to go up that big ladder right yes. there. That is the equivalent of walking the plank, okay? Because it is the stairs is, uh, to nowhere. My God. And you, someone hauled them up. Was it you, Leonard, that hauled sprees? No. Okay. So you have an upstairs full of sprees that someone parts. hauled up there. Spree parts. parts. Okay. Everything gotcha. is parts. There's, are there, and there's some Tomos and some yes, over here. Peugeot and something. There. Yes. There's everything. Like, if you... It's got to be here somewhere. It's just you got to have the patience to rummage through and find it. Yeah, so it looks like you got four lifts. Yes. yes. Three of them have motorcycles. One of them is has parts of the other motorcycles. parts of the other motorcycles on it. Wow, this is pretty crazy. This boulevard is. Say that, that, and that become one bike eventually here. Yes. Now, oh, okay. Hopefully by the end of the weekend. So oh, gotcha. Got, Leonard has the long time. The reputation of being the gold wing master, I like to call. It. He's like the gold wing whisperer. Tell us, like I understand earlier today, there was a certain story about you have a gold wing back here in the corner on this lift. What's the story about this thing? It's getting restored. It's getting put back together. A man's buddy passed away, and they gave it to him so it can tribute to it. He's wanting to put it back together and get it running again. Okay. Back to OEM. So he we came by earlier and brought some of the saddlebags and whatnot. Yes. So. You have a gold wing, so and you need it worked on. You, you apparently just, all the parts are here. Maybe, maybe. Well, when you go to putting everything back together, nuts, bolts, screws. Then the guy was meticulous about taking it apart, but right. then that guy died, and yeah. everything got thrown into a storage shed somewhere. Uh, Ooh, bucket bikes. Bucket yes, bikes. bucket we bikes. Love bucket bikes. Yeah. The, I, I think the rear. Is, would you call that a rear bumper? That is the rear bumper. Have you never <laughs> seen a gold wing? Well, I know, but I'm not. I've never really looked at them in in this fashion, and I'm not really like, into them. They're like the forerunner of motorcycles. You could put anything on them. There's a there's a a, a bumper with a mounted hitch. You can pull the trailer. That you thing's bigger than a, that's bigger than a smart car. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Unfortunately, it is. And it would probably no. I'm saying it might crush a smart car. But have you seen the videos of those things? They're My insane. God. They seem to survive everything in smart cars. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, but guys, so back here, Leonard pretty much does everything. He does the service, you know, just general service, customs. Uh, he does everything. John took off earlier today, so we're, we're missing one of the mechanics. Uh, I I got a shout out to Leonard because Leonard likes to uh, he 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 allows me tolerates me to come back and I will spread out an engine or a project on one side of the lift and he'll sit on the other side of the lift and it's like Professor. Is in class. It's like gotcha. I, I get a full on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, he's helped me do my 125, the KE250. You know, different projects that I have. But I'm lucky enough to come down here and hang out with Leonard. Leonard's a Jedi master. Yeah, he is. He's a Jedi master. You're my Padawan learner. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man. So, what do you say? Um, you want to hang out with Leonard and see what he's doing, or do you want to go through? Yeah, I I, I want to know. This is the question I always ask everybody. What's the one bike that got away from you that you wish you wouldn't have gotten rid of? Uh, the last bike I sold. <laughs> every time. Every time. <laughs> Which one did you just I, sell? I don't, I I don't mean, ever want to get rid of any of them. But yeah. Every time I come down here, you got you got this one, you got that one. Yeah. You guys, I mean, I've, uh, you had the KB seventy five. Yeah. Um, gosh, what bike can I not live without? I don't know. Um, I like the little uh, two fifty I sold your your girl there. 
250. Oh, the XL 250? See, I'm a, I'm a small bike guy, well, too. I like small bikes. Well, it's fun to get on a little bike and just put around it in the yard right. or something. Right, right, right. Uh, do wheelies and ride up and down the street and play, play stupid. Yeah. Uh, of course, I can do that on my Goldwing, but... <laughs> Yeah. Uh, and I have. But, uh, I've I've had gold wings. I've had probably twenty percent of all the gold wings in this state. I've owned it one time or another. <laughs> oh my god! It's worse than that's worse than us. So uh, I, I I always like looking at a mechanic's workbench, and I always feel bad because mine's a mess. No, don't be. But when I come in here and see a Master Jedi's bench, and it's a mess too, it it's really chaos theory. Chaos theory. It it really makes me uh uh think. Wow, maybe I am on the right track. Inside? It does. It You're does. Warm and fuzzy inside. It does. I can tell. I can see I, yes, I am. I'm very warm and fuzzy inside right now. Mm. It's not just the beers. Oh, it's always the beers. It's always the beers, people. Um. Give us a little history of the Magnum. We talked to Daniel earlier, and we talked a little bit of, you know, Bob and... and Magnum. What's your take on Magnum? Magnum Cycle started out in its infancy at uh, 34th and Broadway, I guess, uh, at Dad's Mufflers. Basically, yeah, Bob's... Bill Jones. Yeah, Bob's um, pre-Bob. He got his sons each a business. Uh, Bill Jr. got the muffler shop, and uh, one of them got a convenience store. Another one got a small engine repair shop. Okay. And the other one wanted to play with motorcycles. Okay. So he had all these buildings around town. So that was an old uh, upholstery shop or something mm-hmm. that uh, was closed down. So he played with motorcycles. And then he didn't want to play with motorcycles no more. So he had all these parts. And Bob says he had Bob come in just to paint, you know, paint the walls. And he says... Uh, you know how to work on these things? He says, oh yeah, I've been in the motorcycle business. He says, well, if you want to, I got all these parts. If you want to sell these parts and make money, you know, just uh, pay me when you can, you know. And, and then uh, for years, you know, it's a dollar down, dollar when you catch me. And he bought all the property from the man. And, uh, and that's how Bob got started in Magnum Cycles. Right. And then uh, he's had many a, many a worker come in and out of here over the years. Mostly hangouts and drunk, but uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, we've all tipped a few in our day. Oh, for sure, just a few. Because I mean, right about what are they? They're they're Tuesday through Friday, like what ten to five? Yes. And then Saturday is ten to three. Ten to three, but then about two two o'clock is beer thirty. Right. So, and we carry that tradition on because Bob started that tradition. Right. And, it, and so at two o'clock, it's. It's about beer thirty. Yeah, I mean, it is. Yeah, it Daniel, is. Yes. Daniel brings down the beers. Now, we were up front, and Daniel mentioned something, and I still can't wrap my head around it because okay. I didn't know this. He said Bob was a flat tracker. Uh, yeah, he rode. Uh, he was one of the woodsmen that raced down there. He was a woodsman. He was a woodsman. Yes. Are we're, you serious? We're going to be doing a thing How with do we the woodsman. Know these things. I mean, well, I had a I maybe, sustained a concussion maybe he just here recently. Hung with the woodsman. Uh, wow. But I, he, I didn't know. They, I just got chills. They all I know. came in here. But, wow. Uh, Wade Sumners and all those, uh, the, the old school woodsmen that started it all. Uh, I think it was, I'm trying to think who had the property out there. That I mean, because we have a few woodsmen in Louisville. I mean, we've got, yeah. there's Andy Harden, and then there's a couple of, and then there, there's Mr. Karim, Nick's dad. Uh, yeah. Uh, I just know him as Mr. Karim. Yeah, yeah. the fellow on um, Honda Louisville, I think he, uh, the original Honda Louisville, he, yeah. uh, 
he had all that property out there that they had the flat track built on. And right. That's where they raced. And so, the, so somebody had a private flat track? Yeah. Oh, well, 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 all well, flat tracks started out of big okay, somebody's track. I'm going to add riding I'm, dirt. I'm going to edit this out. We got to find out where this property was. Yeah, the we got private we flat gotta track. We got to see I mean, this. AMA, you put two barrels in the field. There, it's flat track. Flat <laughs> so, I, I mean, okay, this is an eye opener because this wow. is news to me. I did not know this. I did not know this. This is this is super cool. Um, I recently talked to Andy Harden. Because gonna he was be working another, out of his, a van with a motorcycle, a 305 Super Hawk, which is. I think it's sitting out in the backyard somewhere. Uh, Daniel said he had it at his parents' uh-huh. house or okay. somewhere. Yeah. I don't know. But, like, this is a whole nother deal. Like, wow. The things you learn. Yeah. Downrounders. Hell, yeah. yeah. Down, the downrounders are coming. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. So, all right. So, he's a fly tracker. Yeah. So, then, how did you and Bob meet? How did you, like, I get in? I was in cycle parts. Yeah, you were in cycle And he was here. We both did basically the same thing. New and used parts, accessories, salvage. Mm-hmm. Uh, worked on them. And uh, so they would call me, and I, I would call them. Uh, someone would need a part. And they say, well, Bob's got it for $2, and you're wanting $4. And I'm saying, okay, well, I still want $4 for it. And then the, the guy would call over Bob and said, Leonard wants $3 for his. Uh, will you take two? <laughs> oh, that's just but, wrong. But in the meantime, I would have called Bob and said, hey, so-and-so called. Uh, did you tell him that you'd sell this part for $2? No, I didn't. So when he called Bob, I said, "No, I want five for mine." <laughs> then we call back. I'd say six. Uh-huh. Yeah, no. he'd call back, and then Bob say, "Oh, I, I meant seven. And then you know, they just you know when they try to play you off each other. Me and Bob, right, had, right. We talked on the phone because, like right now, we were married to our telephones. Right. You know, you yeah. couldn't go three inches from the counter back then. Right, right. And uh, you still can't go three inches from the counter up there. You had, to, mean, work, you yeah. had to work all night long just to get any work done. Right. Right. Uh, and then. Get a couple hours sleep and then wait on customers again. Yeah, no, he if, as far back as I can remember, like Bob was always at the front counter. He was always there to teach you stuff. And oh yeah, for sure. I mean, you you, you got an education when you came down, it, it, no, and it's sure. still to this day. Like Daniel is carrying the torch. Uh, he is trying his best, and he does a fantastic job. Uh, sometimes he talks really loud, um, but other than that, like he's kind of you know keeping the tradition alive. So yeah. He, he does his best for sure for but, sure but i think i think bob would be proud but but today like to have your mind blown because bob was one of the woodsmen in the flat track right yeah that's so. that's that's wild so then you come to you come hang out with magnum yeah and it's just been complete bliss ever since you'd like you just kind of started when when did it land well what when did they land here 1972 72? after he okay. got back from Manan. yeah 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 uh, he had worked at Honda dealerships before when he was a youngster and tried another shop and then he got drafted. And gotcha. So when he came uh, back, he, he so the U.S. military did not appreciate his uh, motorcycle knowledge. Motorcycle knowledge and skills. <laughs> yeah. So you, when no, you come he down to Magnum, them throwing him in the middle of Vietnam. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. bet. I bet. So yeah, but when when you come down to Magnum, Daniel did do a. There is a. What is it? The Bob commemorative bike out here. It's a yeah. blue. It's a blue Honda Goldwing. No, oh, Bob's bike. Yeah, Bob's bike. That was Bob's bike, and Dan had it painted blue. Yeah, yeah. But so. no, there's Dan, Bob's commemorative bike there. In the, oh, back oh, here? the chopper frame and the. Oh wow. Yes, it's is that a wheelie bar for it? No, that's the girder front end. Is that the? Oh, wow. Is that the? 
Yeah. Yeah, that's the, is that the spring? And it's got a coffin diamond. In the coffin tank? Coffin tank? Oh, my God. Yep. It's been hanging out in there for a while. Prison wow. Tank. Yeah, that's a John Littlefield mm-hmm. original. Prison tank. Uh, it was built for Carl Christ. Casper Car Show right? in yeah. 1971. 71. Wow. And that's and, been uh, hanging out ever since? It, some doctor in Louisville bought the bike. Mm-hmm. And uh, it sat in his garage next to pool supplies, which... Everything corroded and rusted up. Right, right. Wow. So then it sat. Bob ended up with it, and it sat against the building for another 15, 20 years. And then uh, one day he says, "Let's do this." He says, wow. "We'll we'll find some time. We'll take some time, and we'll just do this." Right. And I've got an entire shelf full of chrome over here. Oh, New chrome. I know. You can't mount it to anything. Is that That's a Harley frame? Thing. Is what that what is? No. What is it? That's a John Littlefield us. Uh, no, I mean, what, what, what motor goes in it? 750 Honda. Wow. That cool. motor there. Oh, yeah, motor oh you get the motor. That oh, okay. Kind of gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. That's going to need a good scrubbing. That's, so, the, that's the glory of Magnum. You never know what you're going to turn up. You, so, like, you swing a door open or kick a box. or That's the motor that goes in there. Oh. Are you kidding yeah. me? Like chrome. Fully oh, yeah. just polished chromed out. Oh, no, you done oh, yeah. did it now. You done kicked off the pea polished chrome. Oh, I'm a chrome guy. I love chrome. I'm a, I love polishing. That's my thing. Uh, you ought to polish. Uh, I yeah, polish that's everything. Yeah, shelf is nothing but chrome for that bike. Wow. Bob's bike. Wow. Oh, man. This looks like my garage. Like, there, there's a lift with nothing but, like, leftover bits and pieces of things. This is mostly just that bike. Mostly just that bike? Yeah. So you use it just as an extra workbench. I, work I do that. Shocks before I can put that back on to put the bags back on in the trunk. Back mm-hmm. on. And then the fairing on and then rewire the well, thing. Because there's your problem. Look at the shocks. It's leaking oil. <laughs> wow. Wow. Good God. And a popcorn machine. Yeah, well, I mean, well, yeah. usually set up front, but <laughs> it used to fall out front. one day. So. Oh. Yeah, so... It's freaking out, so it's but, back here now. So yeah, if you're down a little bit, you need something. I mean, full service, custom work. Do you guys do any machining at all? Uh, a hammer and a file, you know. That's the kind of machining I like. Yeah. Uh, you send it out. So there's there's my machining, making a, a, an adapter so I can press the seal on that press shock. The seals in. Oh, okay, I got you. That's that used to be a starter. <laughs> that used to be a starter housing. Now yes. to a press. Now it's an adapter to a press. That's cool. And a Panasonic radio for this gull wing. Yes. Of course. It's a factory Panasonic. With a cassette or 8-track? Cassette, of course. Oh, of course. Cassette. Oh, is that the equalizer? <laughs> Does it have the... It's got, no. an EQ. It's got all kinds of buttons. Wow. Um, half the time they have CVs in them. It's yeah, right over here. like some of the ones they have. got the twin tip, twin antenna, CV antennas here. Yes. So that's impressive. Yeah, there's the CV you know. there. Oh, there's gotcha! Six. Wow. You should listen to the uh, Seven Mary Three from Chips. <laughs> so this is the CB for it. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. cool. Oh no. Oh. Oh, Peepaw's getting getting chubby. Oh. Come on, people. No, look, look. Between the yeah. polishing and the CB, really. No, that CB is sick, man. I can see that going into a Toyota. Uh, of course you can. Yeah, into an off-road truck. And, and here's Rob's uh, bike before he started working on it in pieces. Yes. <laughs> what is, is the KE100? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I have the bigger brother. I have the 250. Right. 
But you've got there's I'll a KE one hundred in here. For me one day. There's a there's an Elsinore hidden out there underneath some paint. Good lord. Um, and then John took off today, but he's got a pile of. Uh, is it the GS one thousand out there? Yeah. Oh, and a GS one thousand. Yeah. Oh. His whole room, the whole front room, oh, is GS one thousand. Oh my god. Then there's a little red spree over there. I mean, it is. I mean, it, it's like. We're talking full on, like you know, fat kid in the candy store down here. Yes. I mean, there's just, you never know what you're going to turn up with. It's like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get. Is that a microwave from the 1970s? No, that's a toaster oven for my powder coating machine. Oh. So I can only do small parts. Gotcha. I didn't know y'all had powder coating down here too. Well, when Harbor Freight sold them for seventy nine dollars. Yeah, yeah, I bought one of those too. Oh my God! Do you know how to use it? Uh, I can. I've actually part, uh, you know, powder coated. You can sit right here with a cardboard box. And powder coat stuff. I've done it. I've done it. Yeah. Some contact cleaner. I've done like a. Yeah. <laughs> I've done a lot of uh, like powder coating, small batch powder coating for stuff. A little squirt sprockets and yeah. you know. You so know, Leonard, more, more to the wise, don't use your oven at home. Your old lady will not. No, 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 no. It no. smells like that all the time. Right, that. right. So, all right, Leonard, I gotta ask. This is my thing. Yes. So I am a collector of what we call bucket bikes. Yeah. It comes in boxes, <laughs> buckets, you know, and, and they shake the buckets and they dump on the floor and they're like. You know, nobody nobody wants to do this, and I'm like, challenge accepted. What is the bucket bike? What is your favorite bucket bike that you've acquired over the years that came in in a pile of crap that you're like, nobody wants to do this, but um, I'm going to do this? Probably the world's prettiest Goldwing. Um, that yellow Goldwing with the purple flames, do you remember that one? I didn't see that one. I don't know. It was good. It's even been in a couple magazines. Um Yes, Dr. Carnes. I helped him put that one together. So it came in completely just in oh, a bucket a, of crap. It, no, it was a complete motorcycle that uh, had a, one drop of oil come off the front of the cranks of the belt cover about once a month. Right. So Dr. Carnes was a little iffy about that. So he has me take it apart, and I said, "Ah, oh, your crank seal is leaking." Pull the crank seal out. There's a small pit in the crankshaft. So the great gods of the internet put out the word to him that you can use JB Weld to fill no. in that little pit. No, no, no. So two weeks later the bike comes back with a oh rod my. sticking out of the top of the Oh my oh. god. The what bucket you, what, part comes from What year was this bike? Uh that was a seventy six GL one thousand. GL one thousand, okay. <laughs> yes. The bucket part came from sitting out there behind that door in the mud for two years with a goldwing motor. Oh no! And within three months, well, actually three weeks, I had I had the, the bike riding it. Oh wow! Yeah. Wow! And I painted it. It was real pretty, beautiful. Yeah. It wins shows still today. The guy got it. Well, no, actually, that guy passed away, and his someone stole it from the family or something. Oh my Somebody god! Stole. But uh, uh, ain't nothing like a thief. But yeah, it's it's like the most beautiful show bike you ever seen. Yeah, that, that was one of those all you got to do is moments. You yeah. know, somebody doesn't know what they're talking about. Well, they say, all you got to do is, oh, okay. Right. Had no budget when he put this bike together. Yeah, yeah. Originally. But wow. Threw a rod because of little J.B. Weld. J.B. Weld. Put a crank in it. Oh, man. Oh, no. But, uh, uh, you know, yeah. It was so, like one of them five-minute fixes on the internet. Right. No, no, don't. No, J.B. Weld. If you want to. Make a gasket. Oh, yeah. Use make a gasket. Oh, very, don't very, get me started. Very, very I, I, yeah. Don't. Yeah. If you want to see the best of all internet. The GL eighteen hundred Goldwing is like a thirty, forty thousand dollar bike. Right. Look up on YouTube changing the rear wheel, the rear tire on a 
1800 gold one. This is where the guy lays it over on its oh. side. He gets a, a mat from the front door, lays it down on the ground, lifts the bike over onto its side, and pulls the wheel out from under the bike that way. Eighteen thousand dollar motor, for, you know. No, okay. wow. like, don't do that. People would kill me if I even thought of doing something right. stupid like that. <laughs> All you gotta do but is it's on the internet. <laughs> yeah, you gotta yeah. Watch it's it gotta ride. be right. How so. much money did this guy just tilt on its side? Oh my god! Speaking of paint, yeah, let's talk paint for a second. Paint. Now you're a painter too. Up front, I try not to. Well, he tries uh, not to, but up front, I will tell you, the green. What is the green? Is it the SL SL one twenty five one twenty five? Fully restored Japanese spec green paint, factory a factory color from Japan. Is that right? Yes. If I don't understand that correctly. Yes. Now, and like you did that here in the back. I had top to bottom, side to side. Bob from R and R shoot the paint. Okay. I got the the whole bike. I did. I had him do the paint because he is an excellent painter. They would say there's but, yeah. I would say there's the machining and the paint. I think it's done. But, it's done they, yeah, they the paint I got from from Japan from the Honda factory. Oh my God! From a ninety-seven-year-old man who used to work for Honda, he was his buddy at the Stunt Works building in the back. Oh, he's the one who developed all the early paint coats. Right, right. So he mixes up this paint. I'm talking to his. I talked to a contact I have at Honda. Yeah. And um, he gets me in contact with this guy's grandson. Okay. The grandson, he's talking to Grandpa, and Grandpa, yeah, I can fix you up with this, no problem. So you're, so the grandson is acting as an interpreter between. He's interpreting. Right. Between okay, gotcha. Because this guy's like, you know, ninety-seven years old. Ninety-seven-year-old Japanese guy. Yeah, and uh, mixing paint. So oh the paint, my comes, God. The paint comes in in the box. It's like three, four different cans plus yeah. instructions. So I hand them to the painter, and the painter comes back and says, "I can't read this." I said, "What do you mean?" He says. It's written in Japanese. <laughs> I said, well, bring the instructions back to me. I'll run them into the computer. I'll scan them. Yeah. OCR software will translate it. Oh, no. This was handwritten instructions by a 90-year-old man. Oh, my God. You never spoke a word of English in his life. Oh, oh my God. So I had to go to L and have a girl type out a translation for this paint. <laughs> and my painter finally got the paint on there, and it's spot on perfect. It's perfect. Wow. It has no miles on it. It has one mile. I rode it around the block. Right around the block. So yeah, the SL. Wow. It's, wow. It's, what is that green color? Is there like a name for it? Or is it just emerald green? Emerald green from Honda. Wow. Yeah. Okay. It's sitting up front in the showroom. It's absolutely yeah, perfect. Yeah, I, I think I still got the little bottle of touch-up paint that goes with it, and uh, he sent that too. Oh gosh. Oh, Jeez. So, Unbelievable. Yeah, there's things you do on some of these bikes to the extent you can go through. There's nothing you can't find. There's right. nothing you can't do. If yeah. you got the money, honey, I got the time. Well, yeah. As my, <laughs> as my grandpappy taught me, you can't die in the cornfield. Yeah. Um, so it's there's a lot of things you won't do. Right. But there's nothing you can't do. Oh, that's yeah. those are prophetic words for sure. For sure. Just live your life by that. Yes. Yeah. I don't want to do this, so but it's nothing you can't do. Right. He right. Could, he couldn't put together a two fifty Kawasaki, but he did. I learned right. Yeah. Leonard done taught me. I done learned something. That uh, was you have to have faith in yourself. That was nitpicky too. Leonard Leonard sat on the computer with me for a while and like we were looking at all the little O rings and all the little pieces that go in the motor wow. and then and then you know and I'm wondering where you got the dash out of an X Wing fighter. 
Oh, that's the that's the dash that's for the that. Dash for that gold. That's the fairing that goes on. Oh that my! Bike. And this is where the CV hole is right here. Yes, it goes in there. There it comes around over to here. And these are air conditioning vents. Uh, yes, and they the air compressors down in here in the back. No, you're not selling all your motorcycles for a gold wing. You're oh not doing my it. god! There's the air compressor. This setting. is so badass, old man. I love it. I mean, I've never really been into gold wings. I never really looked at them. It's and a full digital dash on that year. This is so Star Wars. I love it. What year is this? That's an 86 uh, oh, yeah. gold wing. Oh, yeah. This is right in the middle of Star Wars for sure. Good Lord. That's cool. Uh, you're not getting rid of all your stuff to find a gold I wing. Might have to get a, I'm, I'm, they're might, everywhere. I might have to get a gold wing. Uh, I mean, it's kind of in your wheelhouse. It's, it's kind of peat polish. Does it come with an R2 unit? Probably. You can get a sidecar and trash can. Yes. Yes. Uh, we'll get one of them roll-on dumpster <laughs> trash cans and you can put Rob in it. <laughs> no, I will not be your freaking... He can whistle at you. Man, good stuff in here. Good stuff. Uh, look at this. What is up with this? This isn't even like... This... This... Oh, my God. Oh, my God. This, what is this? A boulevard? This yeah, is a boulevard, this, yeah. This, this thing is huge. This thing's like looks like a sofa. Yeah, it's just a fifteen with a cruise control on it. The whole front end is kind of sort of destroyed. Yeah. Good lord. Um, the right hand side of the tank looks like a handlebar smashed into kind of like. That's a sliding on the road right there. That's a that's a handlebar to the gas tank. Oh, there's things there. They bent and they broke off. They, they yeah. The, wow. I guess the yeah the middle. No worries. We got both. Oh, okay. We, that. we can glue that in. This is one of those I was just riding along moments. Yeah, get we that. Where's that Gorilla Tape? Get that. Um, That's it. Get no, that Mega no, Gasket. We can get this no, back no, on. It's, it's not Gorilla Tape now. It's uh, Flex Seal. Flex Seal. Flex Seal. We're flex Seal this we'll Flex Seal it together. And then, I mean, and, and then. It just buckled like the. Yeah. The brake over here. I mean, this thing is. What it needs want? some work. It needs a little yeah. work. Needs some work? Ran when parked. A little love. Yeah, ran when parked. Needs carpet clean. <laughs> ran when laid down. <laughs> ran when laid down. <laughs> Uh, and then, and then, right next to this, this Suzuki that has yeah. carbon fiber intakes. Is this silicone? Yeah. What were they gluing in with silicone that right here? A, Is that a mirror? I, yeah, I looked the other one, and you can see glass in the other. Oh, gotcha. Oh. It looks like okay. Wow. Uh, okay. I don't know where. Uh, I mean, that's a way. Wow. Yeah. Some way, uh, wow, I don't know. He's got spiky grips. There's on some it. wild stuff in here, Leonard. There's some yeah. wild stuff in here. And again, I, I absolutely love the the chaos of the workbench. Yes, it's no one else does, but yes. Yeah, I love it. No, it's uh, the I the drawers. I bet none of these drawers shut. Half the drawers are open on your work. Oh, they stay this way. Yeah. Every time I come back here, I'm like, I can't, I can't find anything. I just ask Leonard. I'm like, what, what is, where is this? Yeah, and he'll pull it straight out of a pile. Oh yeah, no, he's yeah. A, he knows exactly where it's at. Yeah. He knows wow. exactly where it's all. Where is Order Oh, I believe you. I believe you. Uh, yeah, I've been through that myself. It keeps people from going to bar. Exactly. Yeah. That's a, that's a way. I mean. So yeah, we're hanging out at Magnum Cycles today. If you uh, if you come down. Bring Leonard a Big Red. He likes those. He's a big fan. Or Birno's Pizza. Whichever. Birno's yeah. Pizza, Big Red. Whatever gets it done. Modelo's for the front of the house. Whatever gets it done. Yeah. Modelo's for the front. Oh, man. 
Well, I think this has been a pretty successful uh, tour crazy. Of, uh, of Magnum Cycle, Rob. This is crazy. Look, there's a climber manual. Everybody everybody needs to get a climber manual for their bike. That's the first thing you buy. So you buy does anybody bring British stuff here at all? Is it all pretty much Japanese? I, personally, I'll, I'll work on the older stuff. Yeah. The tire changes and stuff on the newer ones. We'll change it. Um, the newer ones, most... 90 of the newer ones are still under one. Yeah, yeah. Right. Unless it's me and I bring like a rear tire down, and he's like, "This is how you work a tire machine. Go over there." <laughs> right. So, there you go. You know, he just makes me do it, and then they laugh at me when I kind of halfway, you know, don't know what you're doing. Do Isn't that how you learn? Exactly. Hands well, on, yeah, man. Hands I mean, on. Hands on. You give me two beers and then make me go mess with a tire machine, and you're like, yeah. And then look at look at the little Kawasaki monkey bike tank over there, just sitting. That's yeah, it goes on a little. That's the KV seventy five tank. The bike is sitting up there. I mean, you can't. Every really time want. you look around the room, you find you, you see something new. It's just overwhelming. It's a, it's a motorcycle scavenger hunt down here. If you go into the buildings next door and and upstairs, it's. And then this tank over here with these like dents in it. What is that thing? On the shelf over here. I don't know. Leonard just made a face that I've never seen before. This, <laughs> right about eye level next to the drill press. Oh, yes. I can get all that in What is that? That's a Honda early race tank. Early Honda race tank. Race tank? Yeah, they had fuel restriction requirements on the... On oh, the my God. This is what they call oh. fiber fiberglass tanks. Oh my god. That's a long tank. That is. Like 750? Uh, either 750 or 550. So for, for like uh, uh, track racing? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Originally, when Honda won Daytona, the guy who'd done the victory lap, if you see any of the old films, uh-huh. he had one hand up in the air and the other hand he took his helmet and started beating the gas tank on his motorcycle, going, yay! And then he beat the other side of the gas tank until it was almost shaped like this. And it was because Honda didn't meet spec on their fuel consumption on the size of the fuel tank. Right. It was too big for the truck. Oh, so he was trying to... He said, now, you know, they were just trying to just run the bike around the track and show everybody what it'd do. They weren't supposed to beat by six laps (laughs) the fastest bike on on the track. Right. Uh, So before he could go inside and get tacked out, the gas tank had to hold a lot less gas. So he smashed that sucker up against the frame. Hence the, the yes. race tank. Ah. And then so if you look at it from the back, one side, it's lopsided. It wouldn't surprise oh, me. It's got the uh, fuel valve. Well, no, the, the, like no, this the side has curve. a different, the curvature is different. The curve fit, that curves in, yeah. That's kind of wild. But that's cool. I love it. That just shows me it's handmade. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Actually, that's... a company called Fiber Fats. Okay. Made these back in the early 70s. Gee, and that went on a what? A 750? Yeah, uh, it's a longer. 750 or 550. Yeah. Uh, wow. I mean, they put them on 900 cows. They put them on a bunch so of... So you put them on, yeah, pretty much anything you wanted to yeah. get it onto. It's wow, like that's a cool. history of racing thing. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Interesting okay. piece. You still find some every now and then. That's because cool. Because it's pure fiberglass, you know, it's, it ain't going to ever rust out. No, right? no, no. Wow, J. Rod would love that one. Oh, he's a fabulous guy. He's crazy. So, oh, yeah. And of course, he's like resting it on a what is this? An '86 Spree. Yeah. And it probably runs, maybe. Let's see. Let's. I don't know. 
Uh-oh. Ain't got no gas in it. <laughs> Probably not. Well, it sounds good. Jake tried starting it last time he was here, so. It sounds good. Jake was going to work on it. Uh-huh. So, so occasionally when we're, uh, when I'm actually working and running around out there, I, I will be, we'll be tagging parts and whatnot. And when I go into a room, we, we separate the parts. It's like, you know, you've got like, you've got parts that need to be organized with part number and they're bagged and tagged. And you've got a pile that's not bagged and tagged and they get put into a box. And then you've got like scrap and trash. But. Periodically on Saturdays when I'm here, we will play What the Fuck. Yeah. And it's, and it's, what is this part? Yes, it's what is this, what the hell does it go to, and then we just, I, we spread it out on the counter up front, and I'll let Daniel and Leonard kind of go at it. Right, right, right. And the right. gentleman's bet is usually beer nose pizza, but they get going back and forth, and it is the most hilarious thing you'll ever see. And Leonard's usually either on the computer or just calling out numbers. Oh, oh that's a... 72 such and such or a 68 blah 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 you know he's just running yeah, off and Daniel yeah. just looks at him and is like you're crazy you don't charm about and then he just goes I win yeah and, yeah tell him about what the fuck we we go through and and battle oh yeah we we have some fun oh it's <laughs> just organizing parts plus you get an education exactly oh yeah that's yeah. that's yeah. that's part of the fun of coming down yeah. like you can't really you can't buy an education like this like, yes yeah, it's, it's nothing like the old days when me and Booker played sell that part <laughs> oh no yeah I would I would point to something on the shelf, and he would have to sell it by the end of the day. <laughs> and, and he would point at something, and I would have to sell it. So you pick the most ridiculous, sublime object to sell. No. I, I'm sorry I missed that. Yes, you did. Oh, man. <laughs> that, was, that was something. It was usually a bet for a soda or something like that. Yeah, yeah. And uh, two liter or whatever it was back yeah. in those days. But, yeah, I, we had some zebra pink license plate frames and first of all who ordered zebra pink I did. oh my god no I did. why would you do I, that because because a company had license plate frames on sale they were closing them out because they couldn't sell them because they were pink oh they, they used to come out with sheets no actually they were all different colors yeah and oh. sizes and stripes but this is what was left over from the pile gotcha um you know you buy five hundred of them for a dollar for ten dollars or something. Right, right, right. And then who who will buy this? Who will buy that? And it, right. And challenge said, accepted. Challenge accepted. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then about two hours later, some woman comes in with zebra pink shoes, oh. zebra pink pants. Oh no! Oh come on! This is like shooting fish in a barrel. Oh, it my was. God. Booker just like shook his head. Oh, he's like, I'm losing today. Oh no! He, he just he just handed me money for a photo pop. He's a goat. There you go. There you go. <laughs> All over but the crying at that point. Oh man! I, I just keep but, seeing but stuff. But he spent twenty minutes asking him, "Do you know him?" No, I've never met him. Before. No. <laughs> I mean, he didn't call. Yeah, him I, so people is going. I can't nuts stop. Here. I can't just, stop looking. He, it, this is ADD for motorcycles. Ridiculous. Yeah. There's a red I mean, Kawasaki tank back here. What does that go to? Did we ever figure out what that went to? Yes. It, Go to that KE100 right there. Oh, That's okay. The KE100 tank. Yeah. Because okay. there's a tank over in the other building that we went yeah. back and like forth trying, new, trying to figure out. Yeah, what it went to. Oh my god. I might leave that out. I might work yeah. So there's a yeah there's a room upstairs in the other building that's just the tank room, oh. and it's just you just it's wall to wall tanks. Good luck going in there because it's 
I'm locked. looking for a GS 450E tank. We probably got it's it. It's probably up there. Uh-huh. Lord have mercy on my soul. I mean, I'd be surprised if it's not down here. But uh, there's there's so much stuff. You can't go 10 feet without finding something. It's Like I said, it's a scavenger hunt down here. You just you just have to rummage through, and there's there's buckets and boxes and cabinets of stuff from my God. 50s, 60s, 70s. Do's and dolls and do-dolls. Mm-hmm. Wow. Watch them at Jiggets. Uh-huh. And thingamabobs. Thingamabobs. And everybody's making a living off of it. And we even got a couple of Duma glitches. <laughs> well. Well, Rob, I think it's uh, about our hours about up. Uh, so we're hanging out. Again, we're at Magnum Cycles in Louisville. Dixie Highway. What's the address? Yeah. 1459 Dixie Highway. What's the number if anybody wants to call? 502-776-2142. And we're open Tuesday through Friday, 10 till 5. Saturdays, 10 till 3. Closed on Sundays and Mondays. So that's on the recording. If you get that, you have to call back. But So or is there any presence on Facebook? I think there's a Facebook page, maybe, but I don't know. That. Yes, there is a Facebook page. Is it Magnum Cycle or Cycles with an S? I don't know. His his sister made this Facebook page up back in the uh, ten see, years this ago. This is where you need like you need a media director. Oh my or something. God. We've never known what media. the password was <laughs> or how to find it. So, oh man! All right. People all right. say, "Why don't you update your Facebook page?" I said, "I didn't even know we had a Facebook." Oh, page. what's Facebook? Yeah. Well, so it's out there. Make yourself kind of like a, a, phone a trip. Book. What's a phone it's book? A Magnum. And hang out and see what kind of stuff you can rummage through. But if you want to buy, you know, whatever you got, you got you can you can find it here. You can find it here. You can it's rummage old. through. It's it's in a bucket somewhere. But this is for those guys that buy too. Yeah. Because so remember, if you want to if you want to ride motorcycles, buy new. If you want to ride vintage, buy two. See you all next time. Thanks for joining us for the Louisville Vintage Motorworks podcast. Special thanks to Steepland String Band and all those that have made our show possible. Watch for deer, and we'll see you next time.